Hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of this year's Spoiler Alert Spooktober Spooktacular! <laughs> Every week this month we'll be discussing three completely arbitrarily chosen movies about a classic type of movie monster ghoul or spirit most evil. And we kick off this escaraganza this week with witches! <laughs> now, <laughs> which which witches? Wait, what's going on? Now, beware, my pretties, because as always, a spoiler alert is in full effect. Otherwise, you might find out that witches can be good. <gasps> no, oh, wow. I said it wrong. <laughs> witches can be right. Giants can be good. You decide what's right. You decide what's. Good. Oh my God, Sondheim! You're a little here. Sondheim moment. <laughs> so, okay, boys. Let's talk about the three movies that we chose. Sean, do you want to go first? I would love to. So, um, yeah, we each chose a film about witches, and I chose one very appropriately titled The Witches. Um, Heard of them? Heard of them? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's from 1990. It's uh, based off of the Roald Dahl book. Um, Even though he is a rank antisemitist, you know, his works are great and dark. like very dark actually. Yeah. And this one yeah. is no exception. And Jim Henson is joins the fun as mm-hmm. with a bunch of scary things. Uh it <laughs> was I, this is the first time I've seen it. Oh. But I've really wanted to. And because I've heard many stories of uh millennials that have been terrified as children. Mm-hmm. Cuz it's a very scary film. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can, I can, I can certainly see that. I am one such child. <laughs> um, and it has the exact opening as another film that we watched this week, Hocus yeah, Pocus. Really <laughs> Just does. like uh, the camera swooping across um, miles of landscape with some really funny word art. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what did what did we all think of the witches? Um, I, I, well, I'm going to jump in. Uh, I I was very confused at the sort of like complete lack of story structure as we moved from scene to scene. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was almost like like a, a French realist film or something. But I really feel like nobody knew what was happening. Like they shot it all in order, and no one knew it was happening until fifteen minutes before. That's what mm. it felt like. Yeah, because the the whole time it's you know like if this was like conceived better, like. He would have become a mouse in Act Two, you know, like all these different like parts. But uh, we just get like a ton of exposition. Yeah, way like, more. We were the grandma is regaling him with how to identify which her brushes with witches, where mm-hmm. she says that she lost a finger in a the fakest finger <laughs> curled finger, like <laughs> finger curled under her hand yeah. moment, and yes. trying to pass that off as her. And they don't say how the witch got her finger. She mm-hmm. has a friend, a childhood friend that got caught by witches and had a very dark thing happen to her where yeah. she just got banished to a painting that her family had to watch her live in for years. Mm-hmm. Um, as you do. As you do. Yeah. And like his parents die, presumably in a car accident, but we don't see or hear any yeah. of it. And we don't know if it's related or not. We don't know like... if the witch killed them. It's, it's, it was very, just things are moving. Grandma mm-hmm. all of a sudden is sick. Oh, she has diabetes. Oh, you should go yeah. <laughs> uh, to a hotel for the summer because that will help her get yeah. better. Diabetes get the sea is air. not, 
is not the common cold. That is not like yeah, you don't just clear it up with the sea air. No, it's like someone who didn't know what diabetes was was just like that sounds that sounds severe enough to warrant a trip. That's mm-hmm. what that sounds. Yeah, <laughs> it's a very old school solution. It is. Yeah, going to take like, the sea yeah, air for, for, for pneumonia. Yeah, true. <laughs> like, for con- for like <laughs> consumption for like TV, yeah. or like. Yeah. Your imbalanced humors. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, speaking of imbalanced humors. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Um, the witches, though, are so scary. Um, like, there were some scenes where, so they all gather in the conference room. And there was all the ones sort of in the back. I was yeah. like, are these all men? A lot of them were men, I, I think. think so, yeah. Oh, because I, mean, I was like. Some of these faces are all just men in drag. Like, I think they just dragged out a bunch of, like, work dudes that were there and were like, we need to, we need a bunch more stunt or, like, extras. Like, get a wig on these people. And then take it off immediately. I do Mm -hmm. think we also have to clarify that the witches met in the conference room for a conference. Yeah. That's why they got together. It's a witch conference. So that they can talk about how to eliminate all the children in England. Yeah, like it's by just, turning it's, them into mice. It's also not a very good plan. No, like, like they realize more children come. Yeah, like eventually, the, you know, they the get thing s- about children is that they sort of keep coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just keep happening. Uh, um, can can I ask you guys a question? Yeah, and it's 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 kind of inappropriate, but I I still think it's like. Did, Are you attracted you... to Angelica Houston as a monster? Is that what for, you're going to say? For, first and foremost, always. I don't know <laughs> why that would even be in question. But, like, like there was, like, a very prominent anti-Semitic overtone to this whole thing, right? Like, like did you guys not... Did you feel that as hard as I did? Or no? Mm, I don't know if I did pick up on it, but as I said, uh, Roald Dahl has his... Yeah, he, you know, he was a very, he was like a really rank person, mm-hmm. and so maybe think, it, it bled through. Yeah, I don't think I picked up on it either. What What are some examples, Jared? Like, like I I feel like the whole thing is like if you just replace the word witch with Jewish person, yeah, that would be the kind of lie a person would be told. Like oh, all the yeah. things, right? And like the depictions with the long nose, like all yeah. like it just and you know. At some point, it hit me, and then I just couldn't let it go. Mm, and, yeah. And, and, like, I don't think Jim Henson is, like, conceiving of that while he's making a mask or a puppet or whatever. But I did, like, you know, like, I just thought of it the whole time. Mm, I don't know why. Fair. Interesting. Yeah. Especially in a world where there, like, so many, like, conspiracy theories are just fundamentally anti-Semitic once you get past yeah. a certain point. I think that's maybe we're, like, more attuned to it almost. Maybe. Um, but yeah, that's for sure interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, even just the whole idea of witches as like, like just, just the history of witches and how we talk about them and like what they represent is, is so interesting to me. Like for, for a time, a witch, anyone who got called a witch was basically just like the town widow who was somewhat financially independent and like didn't adhere to the rigid social structures of European society. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like she read a bit. She knew some yeah. science. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, she like knew mm-hmm. knew about herbs. Um, yeah, she she learned about a cold compress once, and they yeah. hung her for it. Yeah, like, they, that's it. Like <laughs> they got out the ducking stool, which is a thing where they would just dunk you in the river, and then if you drowned, you weren't a witch, but unfortunately, yeah. we're dead. Now, but unfortunately, now you're drowned. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. The- anyway, that was a tangent. Um. 
What did you guys think of Angelica Houston's accent? Okay, I thought her voice was amazing. <laughs> she has this high German voice. And she just has all bizarre body shapes. Like, she's always just, like, bent at the waist. Like, mm-hmm. she's just so, so crooked and weird. Yeah. She, I thought she, like, ate up this role. I was just about to say those exact words. She ate this role up. I, she... I do, I do well, two things. Number one, when it's, like, when her character is without a mask on, which is mm-hmm. an actor with, is it still her? It's I still was wondering her. that. I okay. thought so. Yeah. I researched it because she is like, she was. She had an interview about how horrible actually it was because mm. it was just like you know her. She says a lot of lines in that conference room while she's yeah. in those prosthetics. She says most of her lines in that conference room. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. But and so uh, those are like a lot of a, a long day for her. But I, I did wonder if, like, well, maybe it was the physical risk. Because I feel like they always only got, like, in all of the shots, I feel like they probably got three for some, like, like it was just, like... Oh, yeah, there wasn't either, a lot either of they're, things Yeah, they were moving too fast, or, like, like, the scene where she pushes the baby down the hill for no apparent reason other than she wants to push the baby down the hill yeah. to kill it. But, like... I, I, I was just like, did they just do this one afternoon really quick with, like, one guy? Like, is that what... Is that what they did here? It's just I don't know. There's so some parts with so many moving pieces, so many weird camera angles, so many parts, and then other parts that were just like one camera's good, just go do it, just yeah. go shoot it. Like, yeah, it was just so strange to me. Yeah, that whole escape chase scene of just like hundreds of witches chasing this boy around this like hotel was so. Funny and strange, and they're all just like clawing at him, and just like, ah, get him! But th- but then it, he gets caught in what is maybe one of the most horrific, like, t- I don't want to call it torture scenes, but where they like hold him down on the table and force the stuff into him and watch him turn into a rat. Like it's just, it's yeah, terrifying. And the like transformation into a mouse is quite violent and scary. Yeah. Like, yeah, you see a lot of in between, in be- in between boy and mouse moments that are very disturbing just like and the shaking. green the green smoke just squealing out of them I'm like is that some yeah. sort of human essence yeah, what did you was. guys what did you guys think of those little mouse puppets though very cute extremely yeah. i thought they were cute yeah they, they were equally like there are some points where it's like my god like what like how big does that thing be and then do you remember at the end where the little mouse is on the train and you're like, that's just like a stuffed mouse. They did nothing there. Like, it's just like plopped in, not moving or anything. Yeah. It killed killed me. Killed there was me. also a part where they very obviously like tied a, a mouse's tail like around a bottle because he drags this bottle upstairs around <laughs> corners. And I was, I didn't know if this was a humane filming. I didn't ask any questions. Yeah, I also <laughs> just chose not to look into that aspect. It was, I was a different like, time. I don't know. Because I'm like, nice. I could see someone just fully just nodding this tail around a glass bottle. <laughs> sad. That's sad. Um, okay. Also, Rowan Atkinson is up in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I could have had way more of that B-plot with the affair. I could have had, like, they could have littered that throughout. I would have been all over it. Yeah, like, it, that... It wasn't that, enough. We don't even really know what became of that maid who... Just has patches of mouse skin now all over her body. Oh, yeah. so gross. 
That at first I thought that I was like imagining it when I was like, do these two have a vibe or like what's their deal? But oh, they they had a vibe. They did, and they did. <laughs> he was, you guys, he was with her all afternoon. Oh he, wow! And he honored that vibe. He did. Wow. <laughs> Um, um, also, there was a character that I was like, is this Kate McKinnon? She was like, <laughs> oh, she yeah. had a very Kate wig. Every time we would see her, she was like squatting with her like, like <laughs> legs apart. Like just, she was just so, such a weird character. I'm laughing so hard just thinking about her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But, uh, oh, sorry. Last well, thoughts. Just, last thoughts yeah. on this one. I was just going to say, the, the witches are like so crazy and weird and it's terrifying but at the same time, like, when you get to, like, soak them in, right? Like, it's just those panning shots over the men, and, bald men and women. It's just like, this is kind of crazy. Like, mm-hmm. this is pretty cool. Like, this is a, a cool little world that we're not going to hear more about. But it's, yeah. it was neat. Um, yeah, that moment when they all remove their faces and wigs is one of my favorite <laughs> moments it's of crazy. the crazy. It's crazy. And the camera's just, like, so wonk, cockeyed, like, so freaky. Um, <laughs> and yeah, as just a button that the... They don't... they. Charlie or whatever the mouse kid turns all of the witches into mice eventually except for one and then luckily she's a very good witch and she just turns him back into a boy which is not how the book ends and Roald Dahl was very furious oh really how does the book end he stays as a mouse the most tragic Uh... oh because his reasoning is because he doesn't want to outlive his grandma so he likes that uh, it'll give him a shorter lifespan, so they'll die around the same time. Oh that's my how God. that's how dark rolled is. He's so crazy. That is that yeah. is wild. There <laughs> are consequences to actions, you guys. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, with that, uh, let's move on to Jeremy's choice. Oh my okay. gosh! Yeah, uh, something so, I may never forgive you for, by the way, Jer. But I, let's uh, let's proceed. I, I I picked this for a very specific reason. Uh, so it's a Nicolas Cage 2011 movie called Season of the Witch. Um, all of the people in this movie have no business playing the parts <laughs> yep. that they play. No, the, you're right. Yeah, the story is so thin. Like, there's there's two plot points. There's three. And it goes from one to the next to the next yeah. in a very logical way. Um, I didn't. You guys said it was so scary. I didn't think it was that scary. No, it wasn't that scary. But there were some scary moments. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But also, it was just—it was just gross. The the sickness people that are just yeah, but blistering wounds all over their faces. Yeah. Like, absolutely. But um. But can the, we the... talk about the fact that this isn't about a witch? I know. At oh, the yeah. end, fake out. <laughs> it's literally so. This priest is trying to kill a witch, and then he's like, "Wait a minute, it's a demon!" And then he flips through the Bible, like <laughs> like it has a thesaurus to get to the demon section. He's it like, does. "Oh, I've been in the wrong spot this whole time." <laughs> but uh, but that's because the whole time. So the premise is is yeah. that uh, um, Nicholas Cage and Ron Perlman play two like Templar knights or some yeah. crusaders. Yeah. who have gotten fed up with the whole thing and are trying to get back home, they get found out, and as a price to pay, they have to transport this witch for me to be. Uh, the witch is Claire Foy, which is also kind of weird. a cool... so weird. Yeah. Claire but, Foy, uh, who just looks through her greasy bangs and sits yeah. in the cage the entire time. <laughs> yeah. And yet, yeah. And yet it works. Anyway, um, so, uh, yeah, the whole time I thought it was going to turn out that Nicolas Cage was just crazy and, like, none of it was... Re- like, all of the the magic-y stuff was just going to be in his head. That's what I thought was going to happen. But um, it just threw me for a loop. 
But like, I was like, oh, I'll watch this terrible Nicolas Cage movie. I've got time. And then I was like, I kind of like this movie. And then at the end, I was like, this was, this was, this was like, and maybe I was just so ready to be let down. <laughs> like, like maybe that's what it was. Because, like, Ron Perlman and Nicolas Cage are not the the pinnacles of, like, you know, old European cinema. That, oh, like, those are not my first two choices. Who really? I really? To do really, some sort of, <laughs> Nobody tries doing any sort of accent or, like, pretending that they're not, like, from this world. I feel like um, occasionally they would just, like, switch up the the word order a little to be, like, make it more old-timey. Yeah, or, like, yeah. throw in some jargon. And, like, Ron Perlman... Like I think they had a conversation with him, and he was just like, "I can't do it." So <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll read what you want me to read, but I can't I can't do that. Like he's I can't like, do any of that. He says cockroaches, uh, <laughs> like fully a New York. He's like he's like these demons are like cockroaches. <laughs> like <laughs> you're crazy. Oh, it's insane. Um, he also but, head, literally headbutts a demon. Oh yeah, he, he's a very insane. No, character. it's 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 awesome. It's that it's crazy. Anyway, I love this movie, and I don't really know why. Like I I like I watch it, and I find problems throughout. And then at the end, I was like, "That was great. Yeah, that was totally great." Um, <laughs> it's it's directed by Dominic Cena, who is the same guy who did like Gone in sixty seconds with Nicolas Cage. So wow. I think it's just these crazy movies. Uh. And you know they're just like, oh, here's the people involved, and we'll just give it a give it a whirl, and uh, it's successful. Yeah, I don't know, I don't know how, but uh, like, yeah, yeah. Look, can you can you explain to me why the opening was uh, five minutes of people <laughs> and an experience that we'll never see again? Just vignettes of murder. <laughs> vignettes yeah. of which murder? <laughs> but but that's the yeah that's uh you know but I I think. Because the, the whole time I was like, oh, the, we'll find out witches aren't real, right? And then you're like, oh, it's probably just a regular witch movie. And then it's like, oh, it's a different fake thing, but it's not a witch. You know, all three of these films open with the deaths of, like, four people, <laughs> like, within the first five minutes. <laughs> I don't know what is, is about witch movie. <laughs> Witches be killing people, I guess. They do. And, and getting killed. Um, um my, I think the yeah. star of this film was Nicolas Cage's wig, personally. Probably, yeah. His like little Did curly corkscrew. Oh yeah. It was just what? it was it's, just He it looks like Chad Kroger wig. <laughs> it looked like a Chad <laughs> like Kroger Ch- wig. Chad Kroger in the Crusades. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. For those who cannot see what I'm doing right now, I'm gonna bring up a screen share of the poster for this movie and at poor resolution over the internet you can still tell it's a wig look at those look oh, at those plugs like look those, this is the promotional no, at some point those this are not sprouting tall. out of his skull <laughs> that is a hairline if ever i saw one yeah yet you guys like i'm totally charmed by this movie for some reason i'm I just was, like oh that was great yeah i was I didn't, so mad at you the whole time i didn't know if it was i literally couldn't make a decision as to whether it was supposed to be a comedy or not like because yeah. there, like, there was like maybe jokes i think like, that's why i like it though yeah that it's just like this and it, like it, i don't know i don't know why i watched it the first time and it does kind of hit this nicholas cage vibe where like like I don't even know what some of these movies are, you know. Like I, I like I don't even I, I don't even know how to classify some of these things. But uh, am I gonna watch it? Yeah, I'll watch it. I'll probably watch it a few times. 
I can I can 100% say that I will never watch this film again. Oh, I exactly. For me too. It, uh, it was like, you know how the room opens with like five sex scenes in a row? That was yeah. It was the same in this film, but for Crusade Wars. Battles! Just, I was like... Oh, uh, from the from that point in, I was like, the mental energy it is going to take me to actually pay attention to this movie is astronomical, and I was right. But like, that's the whole point. Like, they're sick of it too. Right? Yeah, they're I trying guess. to get away from it too. That's the whole thing. Anyway, so you're saying it's effective in tone and form. I think for for <laughs> what I'm hearing, for, it's effective. For what I, I my answer to that is for what it is, yes. For what it was meant to be, hell no. True, that's true. <laughs> uh, um, what about when the monk is trying to do the exorcism, and then he's like, he has a fully like, we're gonna need a bigger boat moment because he's like, yeah. we're gonna need more holy water. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> not to mention like, you know, they just have so many things that are like, so, like so burnt out that you just never do them anymore. It's like it's in 2011 and. Like, you know what's going to happen on that rope bridge. We don't need to see it. We all know yeah. exactly what's going to go down. And yet, uh, you know, um, it's, a, it's a good a, watch. A bright spot for me is that uh, Robert Sheehan was in this. Oh, yeah. Um, who plays the incredible Klaus from Umbrella Academy. And then in this is playing just a, a very straight role of like, uh, I want to be a knight and like let me accompany you. And it was very funny to see him doing his getting a check roles. Yeah. Did he and did he and Claire Foy end up together at the end? Was that the yes? Yeah. Okay. She survives. Wouldn't her clothes are she... her clothes are taken off when <laughs> oh, she yeah. becomes a human somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. Um, wouldn't you assume that she would be quite a bit older than him? Like in real like, life. Like I thought Claire Foy was like in her thirties. I'll, I'll I'll get to the bottom of this right now. I mean, well, I this was, was in what twenty eleven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that makes He's, sense. Uh, so Robert Sheehan is thirty two, uh-huh. and Claire Foy is thirty six. Well, that's appropriate. Yeah. Is it because she played the queen and that like, upaged I think her? That's maybe yeah. what I'm thinking. That's maybe why I'm thinking. She that. did a good job, right? Like, yeah. it, it 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 did it. It worked. I so. also didn't notice that the quote unquote witch was her. Um, at mm-hmm. first, because of the said greasy bangs and everything. Yeah, she was, she, well, every time they would cut to her, she would just be like, you know, looking like a, you know. I, a hot she, mess. There was, yeah, very hot mess. <laughs> and literally hot. Like, like she looked boiling the whole time. She did yeah, melt, melt yeah. her own cage. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's how you get out, man. Build up that, that heat. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, okay, we have about two minutes left to talk about yeah. this movie. Well, we could say, we could talk about the Beauty and the Beast ripoff, where they're trundling a carriage through the forest, a dark forest, with wolves nipping at their heels. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then they just kill dozens of wolves in a gross, yeah. pretty gross scene. I found that part a bit upsetting, because they sort of just looked like huskies, and, like, I know that they had to defend themselves against the wolves, but I didn't really like watching them all get stabbed. Yeah, I didn't you love know? that either. You guys, that's, that's, this movie is about action and seeing <laughs> the horrors of what these people have to go through. And, uh, yeah, no, it's pretty gross. All the plague stuff, too. Yeah. Like, oh. they nailed it, right? Like, it was disgusting. 
like even watching it, it's like I I think it's um in the beginning Christopher Lee is it, that's yeah I think he plays so. the one who like oh. sends them and like he looks ter like it looks so gross yeah <laughs> it looks so bad. Ugh. Um, I also thought it was very. It really placed this movie in time that it was just a hundred percent behind an Instagram filter the whole movie. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just like a little bit sepia, a little bit blue. Mm-hmm. Well, everything was so gloomy. Like they, everything was just. It was a black, dark film. <laughs> if, if if something was gray, it was black. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's the way. That's the way Nick Cage rolls. Like dark blue was the brightest we got. <laughs> that's true. He he just makes such interesting acting choices. Also, like yeah. the line deliveries, it's just like never what you expect. He, I just uh, don't know why he wanted to do this. Did he just yeah. want a sword fight? He well, uh, Nicholas Cage has talked about like first of all his willingness to do it, like anything, like even he's talked about like he thinks he could handle blackface and like all this weird crazy stuff. Oh God! But but um, all of like uh, what's it's like like everything is like Japanese theater based, like that's what he's pulling from. Like kabuki, which makes yeah, which makes no sense. Like it makes no, it makes no sense at it all. It makes a little bit of sense when you think about <laughs> it. It does, yeah. Right? Like it's like he's almost like a puppet. Yeah, like, <laughs> like and the know, really exaggerated faces and yeah. vocal intonation. That's fascinating. Wow. Our most celebrated kabuki artist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Well, on that note. <laughs> It's time for us to attend to our cauldrons, polish our brooms, and feed our cats. We'll be right back with more Spoiler Alert on 91.3 FM CJTR, Regina Community Radio, tuned into the community. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert. We're going to get back to talking witch movies, witch movies, (laughs) in just a minute. But first, um, do you guys know what time it is? It's game time, people. Didn't uh, even, I didn't even give you a minute this don't time. Don't let us have a minute. We want to get into nope. this. <laughs> no hum and haws this week. Uh, for those who don't know, or if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend uh, a, a small amount of time this week looking for a, a movie title related to our topic that these two have not seen. I tell them the movie. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about, and we all have a great time. Are you guys ready to play the game? Yeah. I think I'm ready for the game. Okay, you guys. This week's title is The Good Witch. That title again. The Good Witch. Mm, the Good, the good Witch. Witch. The Good Witch. So, I think that this is a crossover production between a spin-off series of The Good Wife and The Good Fight Ooh. that stars um the woman who originated the role of Glinda in Wicked, whose name is Kristen Chenoweth, Bell. Chenoweth, <laughs> at which I definitely remembered. Um, and it's about her as a modern witch um, who works alongside the lawyers from The Good Fight um, to fix problems. What, what is it? The Good Fight? What is that? The Good Fight's like it's a legal a- drama. It's a legal oh, okay. drama spin-off of The Good Wife starring Christine Baranski. Oh my god. Okay. Whew. So that... Christine Baranski and Kristen Chenoweth. Power Our witches. So so much today. Okay. Two Christines. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Kristen. Uh, anyway, that sounds very fun. <laughs> wow, yeah. I'd watch that. Same. 
Um, so I believe it is a, a movie about, so Glenda, when she, you know, she decides to take a different path than being a witch. So she opens up the sandwich shop where she's very famous for this sort of, uh, for her rye breads and her paninis. They're all, and everyone refers to them as the good witch. Um, and, uh, it's just sort of the success of her sandwich shop, the drama, she fixes problems with magic. Sometimes the magic makes the problems spin out of control and she has to fess up and everyone, uh, you know, fi- eventually uh, gets over it. And it's very heartwarming and cute. And the sandwiches look delicious. <laughs> yeah. Very appetizing sandwiches. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, wow. Thank you both. Um, both of those sound better than what these are. So, um, uh, I'm not going to read the synopsis, uh, because there's too many to read. So I will just read the, uh, too many synopsises. Yeah. The above the line on the Wikipedia page. So you guys can put, I'm, you'll be able to put the rest together yourself. I assure you the good, Witch is a television film that aired on the Hallmark channel on January 19th, 2008. It stars Catherine Bell as Cassie and Chris Potter as Chief of Police Jake Russell. The film has spawned Mm. six sequels and a television series. Wow. (laughs) That sounds amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, in case you guys are curious, they are, of course, in the town of Middleton. Naturally. Uh, Yeah. And if you go on the Wikipedia page for The Good Witch, there's people trying to figure out where Middleton is. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) So... You know, it's uh, it's something. Anyway, yeah, they have made all these titles. Essentially, it's every other Hallmark possibility, but it's The Good Witch, The Good Witch's Garden, The Good Witch's Gift, The Good Witch's Family, The Good Witch's Charm, The Good Witch's Destiny, The Good Witch's Wonder, and, of course, the tele- television series Good Witch. Natural. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow, we, indeed. We need every minute yeah. of her life. Kath- Catherine Bell just absolutely pulling for as much as she can. Um. So, uh, yeah, good, good, good guess, you guys, but I, I didn't think anyone was going to get that. And when I found out about it, I was honestly shocked. <laughs> um, the, the game is brought to you by, of course, the biggest theater in town, standing at, it's got to be at least 10 broomsticks tall, end to end. Well, some, uh, some brooms are longer than others. That's true. The Kramer IMAX Theater at the uh, Saskatchewan Science Center is, I say with no exaggeration, the premier place to watch movies in Regina today. And I suggest you all go, as I like to go uh, quite often. But, wait, you guys, there's more. <gasps> oh. Radiothon 2020 is almost here. Oh, boy. Uh. As you all know, Radiothon is a week-long festival of special programming and a fundraiser for Regina Community Radio. It starts on Friday, October 16th at 4 p.m. and ends Friday, October 23rd at 4 p.m. This year, we are raising $20,000 to reach our 20th anniversary, which is next year. Donations of $50 and more receive limited edition gifts, and every donation of $25 is entered in a draw for one of two special prize packages at the end of Radiothon. Celebrate local voices and culture by streaming, tuning in, and pledging your support to 91.3 FM CJTR Regina Community Radio. Visit cjtr.ca for full details. And guys, guess what? It hasn't even started, but tickets are already going. There's only 20 left. <laughs> oh my god. How Hurry. is this happening? Jerry, Hurry now. Be printing more, more tickets. <laughs> There's not even tickets. Oh my god. Well, yeah. 
<laughs> That's exciting. Thank you for letting us know, Jared. Thank you for that update about availability. Um, yes. <laughs> all right, let's let's get to our our third and final film of the episode, uh, the one that I chose. A little a little gem from 1993 called Hocus Pocus, mm-hmm. a classic. Um, like some like two of the other fil- the other two films we talked about. This one opens with um, the Sanderson sisters, played by Bette Midler, Kathy Jimmy, and Sarah Jessica Parker being hanged for witchcraft. Um, but they managed to do a little spell right before that happens um, that will enable them to be brought back on Halloween by a virgin in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, that Very does particular. happen. Yes. yes. I like that they Virgins have to get that little dig in there. Virgins have a lot of things mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. There, there, there's a totally different movie where the girl lights the candle instead of the guy, and they have to have an awkward conversation about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, wait, she, where are they? She's yeah. like, um... It's just hocus She's like, pocus. Listen, I'm not ashamed of my sexuality, yeah. sir. He was in college, so. <laughs> okay? <I> was... <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, Danny and Max, is that the brother? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, come to a new in- small New England town. Was it Salem? Actually, it's, it's a, yeah. just a little known town. A small New England town. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you've heard of it. Uh, from LA, and they. Uh, Max especially is kind of dismissive of all the witch lore. Um, but then, of course, there's a girl that he likes. And this girl encourages them to go look at the Sanderson book and everything. And then they bring the witches back and then the witches wreak havoc. Mm-hmm. Um, it's he a was really He was really taken by that girl. Yeah. And her, like... Quickly. Everyone applauded her for her basic like uh defense of halloween in class she's like it's like the one night of the year that the dead can return and they're all mm-hmm. like oh you got it you're him. brilliant and i was like honestly max's disdain for you stands <laughs> it should <laughs> but i think when you're that hot um yeah everyone just applauds you for basic things it's that's totally thing. true. Yeah, um, I like that a big part of the plot of this film is the entire town knowing every stitch of lore <laughs> about mm-hmm. all, about the Sanderson sisters. Yeah, the, the most unbelievable part of the movie is where they tell the cop and he doesn't do anything, but then they bring it back by having the cop not be a real cop, just a man in costume. That mm-hmm. was that was clever on their part because like any that other cop. Too. Any other cop would be like, "I'll get my holy water from my bike," and then he would just be on, <laughs> like he'd be on the every, case. The whole town is already so invested in this whole thing. Yeah, but, but I um, think the idea is that they're kind of invested in it, in it as this, like, myth, this fun myth. Yeah. And not as an actual threat. Because like then the none of the adults of take it seriously. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> because what my favorite part is when um, they go to the party at the town hall to try and tell their parents what's going on. And then the Sanderson sisters show up and do a full musical number to I put a spell on you. And then the parents mm. just party all night long. That is my favorite scene, too, because... I don't know why, when I was a kid, I feel like the shock of seeing adults having fun, like, <laughs> like, oh, you're, you, without your children, you were, like, out here doing s- some fun things. The mom just fully, like, looking gorgeous in her Madonna outfit and, like, voguing okay. away is so funny. It's like, so the mom funny. and dad literally have, like, nothing to do except, like, <laughs> be silly at that party, and it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I love, can- oh, no, go ahead, Jer. 
Well, I was just, can I ask you guys a question about this now total tangent? So you should say <laughs> nope. your thing first, Sonya. Uh, um, did you guys, because we've all seen this before and are revisiting it, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Uh, by the way, uh, speaking of our powers, this movie is now playing in the theater in town. You could go see it. Yeah. This okay. is the, yeah. So our powers have worked this week, right? Yeah. So we made the theaters play Hocus Pocus, yeah. I would say. And we also, yeah. as soon as we decided to do the wit- uh, the witches, um, it was re- it was it remade. Was, it was remade. <laughs> yeah, they announced the and remade, it, and it announced like the day we chose it. So, yeah, which is so crazy. The power it's of three. Um, yeah, uh, I felt that everything was way bigger from when I saw it when I was a kid. Like even the party in the town hall, which is great. Like it's a great scene. But this time I could, like, see the walls. Mm. And, like, that's just a small, like, meeting room. <laughs> yeah, that it's they just turn a, into a party room. Just a gym. And, and like, you know, like, I always thought their house had so much character and everything. And I was like, it's just kind of a house. You know, it's, like, it's <laughs> okay, but you like, cannot argue with that lookout that Max has in his bedroom. 100%. How cool yeah, is that, that is unreal. Yeah. No, it's, they're, you know, they're wealthy. They're on the East Coast. Okay, we don't need to say more. <laughs> that's clear. <laughs> that's totally clear. But, uh, yeah, I just, every, I remembered everything sort of being bigger, including the performance of Bette Midler, Kathy to Jimmy, and Sarah Jessica Parker, mm-hmm. who I made add, this is the best she's ever looked and the best she will ever look. Like, this is, this is her peak for a hundred, performance, looks, everything, this is it for her. It just went down after. I'm you convinced. and that, you and the bus driver feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. Jeremy's like, bubble, bubble. <laughs> 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 what a what a weird thing like oh man that man he'd be arrested yeah. so quick today <laughs> like yeah, it's that's not, so it's crazy. Not, the workplace has changed sir oh man um <sighs> i'm interested in that though because i think that all three of them just deliver such stunning performances in these roles they're I, wild I I... and some of the choices are so insane but i'm so here for it they are they're wackadoo. The mm-hmm. the sibling rivalry between them uh, is a very <laughs> is like <laughs> what basically makes everything happen. It's like uh, Bet kills Billy because he's fooling around with Sarah. It's a lot of it happens because they're all jealous of each other and like competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another performance yeah. that I love, love, love is of Thor Birch. Who yes. is incredible as the child, Danny. She's so funny. She's so sassy. She's very sassy. She does have a lot of sass. Also, that moment where she reviewed, like, she, we're introduced to her and she comes out of the closet to make fun of her brother Classic. is like, like, he, like, that's the most embarrassing thing I've ever seen in any Disney film. And I'm surprised he didn't just, like, take a bus out of town right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like any any teenage boy of that age would just leave his family after He, uh, he gets embarrassed a lot. He does. But he also is pretty embarrassing. Like, he, oh, yeah. he brings it on himself by trying to be so cool. Oh, yeah, and Danny's like, talks about Allison's yabos. Yeah, and that's he's like, oh. <laughs> Max loves your yabos. <laughs> but also the fact that she like is charmed by that and is like I'm gonna hang out with this guy and yeah. I'm gonna take sister. off my incredible period garb <laughs> and uh, go along on the ride with you guys Sean that's just what she says at home that's like mm-hmm. uh, yeah those are her sweatpants um, yeah. an outfit that I have 
was I, I've always want, took as my style icon is the one bully. Uh, ice. <laughs> all, he's I in like ice. fingerless. Well, I feel like I want to look like the other one, but I probably look oh. like ice. Um, <laughs> because the one is like that long blonde hair, the like leather jacket, fingerless gloves, sort of a plaid plaid skirt illusion. Uh, <laughs> he is like, <laughs> he's so great. Both of the yeah. bullies I think are so good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I also appreciate, I noticed it only this go-around, how they don't really get any comeuppance. And, uh, like, they're still in those cages, you guys. They're dead. Yeah. No one went back for them. They just, that was, that that one kid died with no shoes on, singing whatever <laughs> song your they boat. were singing. <laughs> that's it. Oh, done. yeah, doing a round. Yeah, that's it for them. One thing that I totally forgot about with this movie is the whole weird situation with Banks's voice. So yeah. this kid from the beginning of the movie gets transformed into a cat, um, Thackeray Banks, and he's played Thackeray. by he's played by this guy Sean Murray, who I guess has been on TV and stuff. I don't know him, um, but then they decided that the accent wasn't correct for New England, so then they got Jason Marsden of I don't know '90s TV fame to. Um, to dub over the voice and be the voice of the cat. But, like, his accent is nothing. Like, it's just contemporary American teenager. So it's so funny to me that they, like, went to all these lengths to redo it. But then it's actually not good. No. It's but, wild. yeah, I don't, now that you say it, I don't even know what it, like, I feel like because it's from olden times, it should just be English. But you're yeah. right, it shouldn't be. It should but be he's been else. living for 300 years. You, maybe his voice has changed. He's overheard a lot. He's <laughs> been on the internet. Well, you would think that he would sound more like the Sanderson sisters because they're from the same time. And they, yeah. they all have kind of that funny affectation, but... No, I'm, j- I'm jumping on Team Sonya here. This is, this is, this is bogus, man. Um, would I, it surprise you to away. know that Leonardo DiCaprio almost or is offered the role of Max? No, I mean he yes. should have taken it. He should have taken it. Well, was this before like, Gilbert Grape? He took what's eating Gilbert Grape instead. So he made That's, the right. That choice. was probably a good call. <laughs> no, it's, that that movie is garbage, and he made a horrible mistake. Otherwise, I'm maybe so, Omri so Katz would be with the most celebrated actor of our time. <laughs> okay. Um, any final thoughts about Hocus Pocus? Uh. It still holds up and is really great and is probably one of the best Halloween movies of all time. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think it's even, easy, easy Even to I think, like, the plot, especially the third act, is pretty nothing at the end, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they kind of all just figure it out and then it's fine. But it fizzles. even that, it, like, still holds up. So I feel like that's mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah. The, oh, I, the fight yeah, scene closer. in the cemetery is one of my favorite. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. when they're throwing salt, witches are flying everywhere on these brooms. It's, mm-hmm. I like, when I was a kid, I would literally just grab a mop and be like, zipping around my, my, my apartment, my house, doing uh, that. I, for, I forgot to mention, when I was a kid, I distinctly remember watching Entertainment Tonight, and it, like, a full episode about Hocus Pocus, because uh, Bette Midler was being hung on a broom. Like, that was the whole, like, she's doing it, and then they showed, like, how they did it, and, like, the wires are invisible to the camera. And uh, it was just because it was her being suspended above the earth in some way. That was the notable 
Uh, it's quite notable. It is. It really is. All right. Well, with that, I think we should move into a little segment that we call What You Watching," where we talk about what we're watching. So, boys, what you watching? Do you want to go first, Sean? Sure. Um, so, uh, this week, I was hanging out with friend of the show, Claire McCashin, and we watched a documentary called it's the original cast album recording of Company from 1970. Um, and it's just a very intense, it's only like an hour long. And it's just the filming, all of them uh, recording their song, all of the actors recording their songs in one night. It's like, it goes until like five in the morning. It's very grueling. Uh, the reviews are for are coming in about Company uh, they're not really that great. Um, Sondheim is there. He's very intense. He's giving notes. He's like, everyone is smoking constantly. The air is full. And uh, it was just like, it was so, I love seeing it. It's just so much work. Everyone's working so hard. Elaine Stritch is like doing Ladies Who Lunch. She's the last one to re- to record. She does it like 12 times because she can't get it because she's so tired. And they're all just like at a breaking point. It's very intense. Wow. Uh, and then right after it, we watched the documentary now uh, episode parroting it. Uh, and, <laughs> and it is, it's so good because it's really, they do it so well. Like John Mulaney plays like Sondheim and Paula Pell plays Elaine Stritch. <gasps> oh and my God. I can't wait to watch that. It's really hilarious. <laughs> anyway, I, it made me be like, I kind of, I liked watching them back to back. I feel like I should be doing that with more Documentary Now episodes. Anyway. Yeah, that's fun. Cool. That sounds great, actually. Wow. Okay. Um, I uh, I would like to talk about something I have been watching. It's not done yet, so I'm, I'm a bit premature here. But uh, season two of The Boys <laughs> is about to wrap up. Mm. I've talked about it a bit on the show before. Um, it's, it's, uh, it takes a particular person to like, I think. I have no idea if you guys will like it or not. But um, do you guys know who Anthony Starr is? Have you seen anything with him? I don't no. think so. He plays uh, Homelander, who's this, like, Superman analog. But he's crazy. Like, he's, like, he... It's, it's, it's an absolute power situation. He cannot control himself. And, like, it's getting really dark and weird. There's Nazis involved. There's a whole bunch of levels that have to go... But, um, yes, he is blonde with blue eyes, but he is, like, his performance is so good. It's so crazy. It's, like, awkward and terrifying, and he does stuff where he'll, like, like, be it, like, he's always, he wears his superhero costume 100% of the time, regardless of situation, (laughs) and he'll, like, go out and, like, talk to a crowd and have, like, daydreams of, like, lasering them all to death, and then, like, go around the corner and, like, break down crying because he's, like, losing his mind and, like, all this stuff. And it's so good. Oh, his my performance God. is so incredible. And, like, it's just, it's so wild. But he is, like, an amazing actor. Like, I can't even, like, Carl Urban is the star of this show, and he is no longer the star. Season two, especially. Uh, Elizabeth Shue is in season one. Um, and they had, like, a really good back and forth. But now he's sort of, like, taken on the full load. But his performance is insane. It is so crazy. It is just nuts. Anyway, check it out, because 
it's wild. It's it's oh, no, it's <laughs> yeah. That sounds oh wild. Oh my god, it is crazy. <laughs> I yeah, I, I I need to maybe go back and try the boys again because I think I only got like a couple of episodes in. It will make you feel horrible. Yeah, that's and and, and yeah, it, it's so good. It's it's but oh my god. <laughs> Um, okay, so I have been really busy with school, so I haven't been watching a ton of stuff aside from the three movies that we watched for um, this episode, but I actually just finished reading a really good book called The Hazelwood, um, which is kind of this, oh, it's kind of hard to explain. It's It starts out as this kind of dark contemporary fantasy where this 17-year-old girl named Alice and her mother are are kind of like always on the road and there's this kind of mysterious bad luck that follows them and all these weird things that happen and she has an estranged grandmother who wrote this cult classic book of really twisted fairy tales um and so it's basically it's really complicated I, i'm like why did i choose this to talk about because it's hard to explain but um it it was one of those books that just kept kind of turning itself upside down just when I thought that I had sort of figured it out and the whole tone of it was this really like dreamlike kind of absurd thing and yeah I just haven't been like surprised by a book like that in a long time and I I really really enjoyed it um so any any like fairy tale or um like I don't know a certain type of fantasy fan, I feel, would probably really enjoy this book. And I think it's that actually a great. series. Yeah. I would yes. love to read that. I need a new mm-hmm. I just finished uh a Lisa Jewel book and she's making me she's making me go crazy. She's rotting my brain. Is she? She is. Wait, what <laughs> does she that. write again? She writes just like wackadoo, like M. Night Shyamalan, like uh beach reads basically. Like and what would I know always any just of her... like I don't think you would. It's just like there's like 12 twists in every story and it's always like a mom with mental illness. Oh, yeah. Like a despicable secret. It's always it's insane. Like a little bit of a um, Gillian Flynn situation. Yes, exactly. And it's just it's addict. It's addicting to read. But then when I'm done, Mm. I'm like, I need to. (laughs) I need to stop. (laughs) I I kind of stop with Lisa. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, Yeah. I think we all have things like that. If we're doing a book club thing, did you guys know that there's another Ali Brosh book? No! Yes. Oh, I love. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, wife of the show like burst through it. You know, it's it like it's it there's a lot of comics, right? But yeah. um she burst through it in uh I don't know, an evening mm. and I'm still a, a third of the way through, but it's super funny and she's crazy talented and it's like all the emotions packed into one. And it's fascinating. Yeah, if so listeners if, yeah. if listeners don't know, she's the author of Hyperbole and a Half. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. which started as a which, webcomic, is that right? Yeah, it, it's still up, but she doesn't like. She's now selling them for money. Yeah, which, which is, is fine, I guess. But, <laughs> I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm glad for her. <laughs> yeah, no, it's that's definitely the better route. But uh, anyway, yeah, no, uh, new books out, and it's it's really good. So. Nice. Yeah. Okay, well, that is all the time we have for this week. I would like to give a shout-out to Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manatuna, my co-hosts, Sean and Jeremy, everyone at CJTR, and to you, our beloved listeners, for lending us your ears. The show's broadcast Wednesdays at 6 p.m., rebroadcast Thursdays at noon, and we're available as a podcast on CJTR's website and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Stay safe and have a great week. Bye. Bye. See ya.